This is Disney Travel Tales, a trip report show helping you to become an expert at navigating your next Disney vacation. Join me every Friday for all things Disney related. Not traveling to Disney anytime soon? Never fear, we are still the show for you. Sit back, relax, and immerse yourself in someone else's trip. All the joy, none of the stress. All right, if you're ready, let's get to today's show. Today on the show, I am here with my guest, Emily, and she just got back from a pretty amazing Disney World vacation that she is going to share with us. How are you this morning, Emily? Good. How are you? Doing well. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with Disney vacations? Sure. So um, my name's Emily. So I grew up going to Disney, um, same with my husband. But to be honest, we hadn't gone uh, to Disney for over 20 years. So we had our kids. Um, And then we decided to go in 2022, um, in early 2022, and take our two kids. And at first, my husband and I were surprised, like how much we had fun. We were kind of delaying it because we hadn't been there for so long. But really, we shouldn't have been surprised. We love theme parks, and we love keeping busy on vacations. We're not really the people, especially with little kids, that you can just sit and relax, and there's always something to do um, at Disney. So now, since 2022, we've been four times, and we will be going again um, for spring break in April this year. So now you can say we are full-blown <laughs> Disney family. I think my kids don't realize we keep telling them, like, you're so lucky we keep going. They just think it's normal. I'm like, it's not normal. <laughs> right. We just keep going. Um, but we all just love it so much. Um, and like I said, there's always something going on, which I think makes Disney really magical and at every age, right? It's so fun, whether um, you're with the kids or not. One of the things my husband and I keep talking that one of these days we have to go alone, but I think the kids would have a really hard time with us not taking them. Um, we have to make it up to them, right, in other ways. But because we um, always go to Disney in the last few years, um, family and friends have always asked, us for Disney tips and tricks that we've done, whether they're planning a trip, um, have thought about planning one or going, or they had not a great time, you know, because if you don't have that plan or know a little bit about it, you can't really go to Disney anymore just on a whim as easily as maybe before. Um, so in the summer, last summer, I actually stopped, stepped back um, well, from my corporate career, decided to stay home with my kids. Um, and I have an issue with staying busy, really overly busy, because, you know, staying home with kids and coaching their sports teams doesn't keep you busy enough. I decided to start an Instagram page uh, for sharing those tips and tricks and hacks that we got asked from our family friends all the time. So um, around Labor Day last year, I started the Take Them to Diz Instagram page because um, I have a few hours a week <laughs> just to work on it, you know, again, keeping busy. But it's been really, really fun sharing those tips, tricks, and hacks of taking your family to Disney. It's been a great creative outlet for me to share all the reels and the posts, but it's been really fun hearing all these other people, um, how the tips have been helping them and how they're sharing it with their family and friends. So that's been really, really special. And so um, just within the short six months time, it's been really, really fun. Yeah, you have a great page. Everyone should check it out. I love watching your reels, and you do have really, really great tips. Um, Thank you. It's so funny. There was an article that came out on the Washington Post about how you need to pay for a class to go to Disney. (laughs) 
And I was like, while Disney is intense, yeah. you don't have to pay for a class to go to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just have to have some planning or if there's so many Instagram pages like yours yeah. is great too, right? So if you go out there and look, there's so many people sharing their tips and tricks. If you just put a little time. Exactly. <laughs> right. There's tons of resources out there that you yeah. don't have to pay for. But yeah. Yes. How exactly. fun. Um, I love that. Yeah. And you and your husband definitely need to sneak away. Just don't tell yeah. your kids where you go. <laughs> exactly. We'll bring them back some toys. They'll be fine. Yeah. Be like, we're going to a really boring place that you would hate. Yeah, exactly. It's for work. Yeah, yeah. it's for work. That always works. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So let's talk about this trip. What were your travel dates and who did you travel with? So we were gone um, the first week of February. We were gone for seven days, six nights, and we stayed at the Disney Riviera. Um, and we were there. It was my husband, myself, my daughter, who's six years old, and my son, who's three years old. What type, so of, what type of room did y'all have at the Riviera? We had a standard um, studio. So we actually stayed there last um, January as well. Oh, this was February, but last January, we did the preferred view room. Luckily, we got fireworks view from that, but usually at the Riviera, the preferred view doesn't have fireworks. Um, so this time we were like, you know what, we're just going to do the standard view because you still get fireworks, which we did. Last time we did get a Skyliner and a firework view, which is really cool. But even in the standard view, you could see Magic Kingdom and Upcat fireworks, which is really, really cool. And um, we actually, for those last two trips, we rented DVC points, um, which is when we've done trips where we didn't rent points. We stayed at Animal Kingdom and Pop Century and Coronado Springs without renting. Um, but we do really like, especially if we know in advance that we're going to go somewhere, um, it's a great way to save some extra money, too, by renting this. Yeah, and what's so funny about Riviera is people don't realize the standard view is the better view. Yeah, exactly. So you don't need to spend extra money. Because no. <laughs> if not, you're getting the pool view and all this. And those are pretty, but it's so much more fun to sit on the balcony and watch fireworks. And we're not a family that always stays. So fireworks have little kids. We rope drop um, more uh, unless we have an extended evening hours or a night event. We don't even take a break back at the room. We just keep going. One of the main reasons is because my kids, ever since they were little, as soon as you put them on transportation like a bus, they'll really fall asleep. So they'll be asleep before you get to the resort, and then you're like, well, that was your power nap. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to go back down. So we've always stayed. My youngest, um, he was eight, uh, 16 months old when we first went. So he was always just taking naps in the stroller, and my oldest can just rest. Um, even though she's six, we still take a stroller, right? Because I would say if they can fit in it, bring it. You walk about 10 miles a day. You need yes. to bring that stroller. Even though we don't use one really at home with them being three or six, we still always bring one with. But being that we don't watch fireworks in the park all the time, and we test out their moods, right? A lot of times my husband and I will put them down and we'll sit on the balcony and have a drink and usually dive into that popcorn bucket <laughs> that we've had since the park. And we'll sit and watch some of those those fireworks, which is really, really nice. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do. If you have the chance to do it, it's so great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a great way to end <laughs> your sure. day relaxing and with that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming because y'all are in Michigan, you flew to yeah, Florida. <laughs> we did. So we flew to Florida. Um, we always fly out of O'Hare, just the easier big airport. We're used to doing that too. Um, but we always try to take an earlier airport uh, or air um, flight uh, so that we're there most of the day. Uh, typically we go and we'll do the pool unless it's cold and then we do Disney Springs. Um, but when we do get there, we do um, Mears Connect. It's the first time we've used Mears Connect. And I know that Sometimes it can take a little while to get to mm -hmm. your resort, depending on what it is, but it's so cost-effective that we always debate 
private transportation. And I was like, well, we're the family that likes to buy Genie Plus all the time. And we're just always like, well, let's balance this out. Like, you save a lot of money, and that can go towards something else just for that little bit of time. Now, when we have shorter trips, or if my husband and I go, we were only there like two nights, we might not take mirrors, right? Because it just takes that much more time. But mm-hmm. with the kids, they get excited. My my kids like the transportation probably as much as rides. I always joke. Right. <laughs> so when they're like, we get to take a bus to the hotel, like they love it. So, so that's one of the, the easy things for them to love too. So. Hi, this is Jenny just popping on with some exciting news. I've started a Facebook group just for you. I'm really excited about this because not only will this be a great opportunity to get to know each other, but this is also a safe space to talk all things Disney. Members can share travel tips, resort tips, likes and dislikes, and the best part is this will give you an opportunity to talk to the guest on the show and ask them questions about their trips. I was trying to think of a fun name for us and Disney Travel Tales Podcast Clubhouse came to mind. This is a private group, and of course, I will not allow anyone to be bullied or talked down to. I just want this space to be positive and fun. Check the show notes for a link to join or just search Disney Travel Tales Podcast Clubhouse in Facebook. I can't wait to see you over there. That's so funny. Kids, my kids were so excited the first time we went to Disney and they got to ride a bus. Like, yeah. I know. We're always like, what do you guys want to do when we go back? We'll ask them, like, what rides do you want? Yeah. Like, the Skyliner. The yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, but there's rides too. Right? They're so funny. Yeah. Because those it's are rides. They're easily entertained, I guess, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So what did y'all do when y'all first arrived at your resort? So this week that we were there, it was actually fairly cold. So that we've gone two other January trips and this was beginning of February. So there's usually some days that are colder and then you've got some days that are seventies, eighties. This whole week was going to be like mid sixties, barely 70. The day we got there, it was going to, it was 75. So we thought, okay, we're going to get there. I packed an extra bag that just had the pool stuff in there so we could change before our room got ready. Uh, and we did the pool for a few hours until our room was ready um, around three o'clock. And we always get groceries delivered to our room too. So I always do Instacart before we've done garden grocery as well before. Um, but so I knew that that was coming around that time. So we did the pool um, and ordered uh, mobile ordered um, Primo Piata food so we could eat that before the kids got all wet. Um, And then went up to the room um, and showered and then got ready for the rest of the day. But the kids just love. Then my oldest calls it a water park at Riviera. And I'm like, it is kind of like a water park. So the splash pad and all the water slides and the big water slide. But I always have to remind her, it's not a water park. (laughs) It's just a pool. But that's one of the best things I think about Disney resorts is the pools are just amazing. So um, that is also like a great thing where you don't always just find on other vacations a water slides and things like that um, at your resort pool. For sure. And the slide at Riviera is so fun. Yeah, it's, it's one of it's the, the best first ones. time my youngest would go on it. And obviously, my husband would go up or I'd catch and vice versa. But mm-hmm. so it was fun. So then he just kept calling it the big slide and just wanted to keep going. And going. That's so <laughs> fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just for everyone listening, pools at Disney are heated to a comfortable yeah. temperature. So it's not like you're getting in ice cold water. Yeah, exactly. 
think it's around 82 degrees, which is really nice. I will say later in our trip, um, when it got colder and we were trying to some other cool days, uh, the heater broke. Oh, <laughs> no. So it did make it a little bit colder. So we had to tell the kids, I don't know if we can go in. Because even when it's 60 out and it's usually warmer in the pool, mm-hmm. we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's real cold. So <laughs> that, I mean, Florida just could not handle that much cold. No, exactly. <laughs> So what y'all do after y'all slam? So one of the things that we um, knew ahead of time that we were going to do, because as I mentioned, we're going back um, for spring break, is we um, we knew we were going to convert our date-based tickets to um, annual passes, which we had never had before, but we did the math and it's crazy because Disney prices, I'm sure a lot of you all know, they change based off when you're going. So our four-day park tickets that we originally had for February was about the same cost of two days at spring break. And so that was just crazy to us when we were doing the math. And then we started, and this wasn't even a park hopper ticket, just base. And so we started to look at the math, and it was $100 more just to have annual passes than what we would have been paying. So we thought, you know, let's just convert it. (laughs) So what we decided to do after we got ready and unpacked, um, we went over to Epcot. We actually asked if um, we could convert those annual passes um, at the Riviera, which they checked, but since we were renting points, they couldn't do it there. So we just went to Epcot. Very easy once you get to customer service, um, convert it, which I think is a great tip if you're ever thinking about it, is because if you are a non-Florida resident, you have to pay all of that up front, and you have to get the most expensive pass. Um, so if you're converting your, your park tickets, if you've already kind of paid for the ones that you've had, that goes towards your payment of your annual pass, which makes it a lot, i say it's so expensive, but it does help, right, with that Absolutely. burden of having to pay everything, especially for four. And the one thing is, is kids are the same cost as an adult. So even though I have a three and a six-year-old, they were the same price as my husband and I for that annual pass. So it really does help. Um, but it was fun because we've never had them, and it gave us such flexibility with this trip that we're not used to having. Um, so we went, once we had that, we went into Epcot. Then we got um, the annual pass magnet because the line wasn't so bad. I'm like, hey, we're annual passes now. Let's, you know, hold her, let's do that. And then my kids were starting to crash a little bit. So my husband and I tried a few food boosts for the uh, Festival of the Arts and then headed back up the Skyliner um, back to the hotel so that the kids could get um, some rest since we were, we left our house around um, like 4.15 in that morning. Oh so it was a long day um, <laughs> for our kids, right? So but they're troopers. We do it a lot. Um, but you just need to, you know, keep an eye on the kids and make sure they don't go past the, the tired. So. Yeah, you just have to manage the day. We've done mm-hmm. – I love getting there early. It's personally yep. my favorite mm-hmm. way to go to Disney. You just have to be realistic about that first day. Yes, exactly. If not, the second day gets a little tricky, right? Because then they start hitting that wall, too. Yeah, the rest of your trip can be pretty bad if you just kind of take it easy. But that's really Mm -hmm. fun that y'all became annual pass holders. Yeah, so it's exciting. So that's where then we keep thinking, ooh, we got to make some, you know, make some more trips now that it's free. Yeah, you have to make (laughs) it worth it. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. So what would y'all do after all of that fun? So um, the next day, we actually had our Magic Kingdom day, and it was um, cold. It was 60s, and it was supposed to be raining most of the day. Um, So we um, did by Genie Plus that morning, which we always – tend to do with our, especially with our young kids, one of the things we love to do is not um, make them wait in lines more than 20 minutes or so, because that just 
that doesn't set the kids' moods, especially the young kids. We have their moods um, off, right? If you're just always standing in lines, right? right? So we bought Genie Plus, and we actually bought Enchanted Tales of Belle, which is very unlike us for our first selection. Um, usually, it's a ride. But we were watching it, and those were going faster, and we knew we didn't want to be at Magic Kingdom all day long. Um, and my daughter, um, the first few times we went to Disney, it wasn't reopened yet, and my daughter really wanted to do it. So we thought, you know, we'll just book that as our first one, because that's actually going faster than some of the rides. So we did that and then bought a Tron Lightning Lane um, at 7 a.m. So my husband and I didn't have never been on it. We were in the virtual queue during a Mickey's Halloween party with our kids in August last year, and our virtual queue number wasn't called until almost the park was closed at midnight. We're like, we can't wait now. So yeah. we're like, we're just going to buy one because we have to ride separately. My oldest is just too short to go on it, too. Otherwise, we do rider spots. So we're like, it's just easier not to wait in the queue line because you can still wait up to an hour. It's just not worth it, right, um, for our situation right now with right. little kids. So we did that at 7 a.m. and bought that as well. As well as a seven or flying train, since my youngest, this was the first time we've ever had to pay for him at Disney. <laughs> and um, so we kept joking, you've got to get tall enough to ride my train and, and do all these because he's seen us go on them and he loves to watch um, YouTube videos of rides. One of the uh-huh. things we did before we first went was have the kids always ride, watch those to understand what to expect at Disney, right? Um, and so he, my kids love watching the rides. So we said, you've got to get tall enough because then we could do Mind Train and Slinky Dog and um, Smuggler run that he'd never been able to do before so luckily he was tall enough we kind of like forced his head back and right. just to make sure really like, he's tall enough I swear <laughs> so we booked that as well at seven um in the morning so we had all those like you know lined up before we went to Disney um it was rainy so it was definitely slower in the morning typically we are in the mindset of knocking out a bunch of little ones um versus a big hitter in the morning such as little kids because then you can go back and even hit those again um, with Genie Plus. So that's always how we tend to strategize it versus waiting our whole early entry in just that um, in one line where we'd rather pay. And obviously, I think as the kids get older, we may change our minds a little bit. Right, right now, two little ones, this is how we usually plan our day. So we um, rope drop buzz because we got there a few minutes before early entry actually started when they started to let you in through Fantasyland. So we did Buzz Lightyear Space Spin, got out, and then Winnie the Pooh. Well, Winnie the Pooh ended up um, breaking down while we were in line, <laughs> and then they were running limited capacity, but we were still in line, and then they kind of stopped the people behind us. But it worked out because it started to really downpour while we were there, so at least we were covered and yes. didn't have to worry about that. Um, but we went through on that ride and then ended up coming out, um, and then we got a snack, and then we had mine train reservation, um, lightning lane. So we did that as well, and then rode some other rides like teacups, um, Little Mermaid, and we are Tron lightning lane was supposed to be in the morning too, but that, um, I don't know if it was due to the rain or just the ride closure, but we had a, a, a redemption pass because it did close down, which is fine when that happens, so at least you get to pick again whenever you want to go over right. to that ride, right? Um, so that is kind of how the morning happened. We also um, did Small World because we used the Lightning Lane. We had one free um, really quick as I was running back and everyone was running into Small World. I don't suggest always buying a light, using a Lightning Lane at Small World, but it was, again, starting to pour. So we decided, okay, I'm going to quickly look on the app and got Lightning Lane so we could run in there and bypass that line. Um, I will say it was one of the first things we had been in the park when it was really rainy. Um, 
And it's, as long as you're prepared and have that stroller cover and my husband had an umbrella, it's not so bad because it is less crowds. Like it was crazy to look around and not really see anybody walking around. But in those indoor rides, of course, everybody's there right. <laughs> to get out. <laughs> so, um, but while we were in line, I decided to book a um, dining reservation for Skipper Canteen, which we had never been at before. But I knew looking at the radar that around that 1130, 12, it was just going to come down. <laughs> so I was like, let's just get out of the ring because every quick service is just going to be super busy um, with people trying to get out too, which it was really good. We had never, like I said, never been there before. I don't know if you've ever eaten at Skipper Canteen, but it was very good. And our kids ate well, which was good. It's always hit or miss with little kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we went there on our last trip and we yeah. loved it. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. Yeah. It was very good. Those, I don't know if you had like those little cheese bite, bread bites. I they recommended. did not get that, so but I wish too. we would have. I can't even remember what we got. We did. We might have got the crab cakes for the appetizer. Ooh, that sounds good, so too. Good. <laughs> that sounds good. I know. So now for the next trip, I'm like, ooh, maybe we'll have to look again <laughs> yeah. to see if they have like a last-minute reservation there, too. Um, it wasn't that crowded, so I think it is one of those places you can get sometimes those last-minute um, reservations, but it was great. And um, we got margaritas and just sat in there, and it was just a nice way just to kind of reset. And when we got out, um, the rain was starting to leave, but right when, um, before our reservation, I booked a Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Teeny Plus, knowing that it was right near Skipper Canteen. So right when we were done, if it was still raining, you could run over there and again, stay out of the rain. So we did that. And then we had our Bell, um, Enchanted Tales of Bell, um, experience, which was really, really fun. And, um, my daughter always knows Belle was always my favorite princess growing up. So she's so cute. So she's one of the reasons why she's like, mom, we're going to do this because you love it. Aww, <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was really fun. And then, um, we went on Big Thunder Mountain because again, the rain started to clear out, which was great. Um, and then we did uh, try the new Tiana vignettes that were there just for a limited time, which was really good. And the parade was coming by just as what we were going to do that. And then we decided to um, exit Magic Kingdom. As I said, we don't always, my youngest is kind of hit or miss with fireworks. Um, <laughs> and again, just playing that again, where they're tired from that first day, you have to watch that first and second day a little bit to make sure that they can make it the next few days. We left probably around um, three. One of the things we wanted to do, now that we're in passes, and new pass holders, um, is we had never taken the monorail with the kids before because we're always a Skyliner resort family mm-hmm. for the most part. So we thought, you know what? Instead of taking the bus back to Revere, let's take the monorail over to Epcot and then walk through. We did a couple of rides there. Um, since you don't, we have Genie Plus, we don't really need it at um, some of the smaller rides in Epcot always. Right. So we did Tiny Nemo and Figment. 
and then hopped back on the uh, Skyler back to Riviera and then had some, ordered some Bar Riva food, um, which we just love. And one of the perks about Riviera in my mind is that some of the best food. They have the best food. Like even just a quick grab food is absolutely delicious. (laughs) I dream about their food. So I remember like Bar Riva, they have these, um, these wings that are not traditional wings and they're so good and they have this burrata salad. I mean, it's so, so good. Just the simple things they are do. so, so good. One of my favorite parts of having a park hopper is being able to mm-hmm. kind of skip around the park yeah. to get back to your resort. <laughs> yeah, it makes it really fun. So we had never had that. Mm-hmm. We bought a park hopper the very first time we went to Disney with our kids because um, we were only doing three days, three-day park, um, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, but with our kids being so little at the time, we were like, it's kind of tough to get on train. They would fall asleep in the transportation to a different yeah. park and all of that. So the last trips in between, we hadn't done it. But I think our kids are at our um, better age where it made it really fun to hop around to all the different parks, especially being that it was so cold this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, having that flexibility just to even with annual passes to say, hey, we can't do a pool today. So let's just have a slow day at Hollywood Studios and watch some shows and then we'll come back. You know, yeah. just having that. Um, it's something we hadn't experienced uh, before. Yeah, park hoppers are great. I personally always have one, but when I have clients who have first-time trip or young kids, yeah. I just tell them, you know, really yeah. think about it because you might not use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so much to see at the beginning. and right. um, Others, yeah, your days can get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's our first time. We The only day we actually used it was between Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom the first mm-hmm. day, first trip we went with our kids. Um, but we still got to ride oh man, over like 10 or 11 things at Magic Kingdom before I went over to Animal Kingdom, which was fun. And I'm competitive. So every time I'm like, oh, we have this much last time. How many can we do (laughs) this next trip too, right? Um, Which makes it really fun. But I know some people want it probably slower, Mm -hmm. especially if it is their first trip. Um, And like I said, our kids would just just fall asleep on the buses in between. It's like, oh, well, maybe we need to wait (laughs) until they're a little older again to do this. Yeah. And there's plenty to do at one park for a day. It's not like you're going to be yes. bored. <laughs> no, no, definitely. I Because now that we keep going and there's still, I still haven't done everything. Right. Um, it's impossible to do everything, right? Um, it's just so big. Oh, so yeah. it's always, but it makes it fun to go back because you always can try new experiences. We always try to make at least one thing every trip, something we haven't done before, yes. right? To make so it still fun. a little interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure. Hey, it's Jenny just popping on real quick. Make sure to stay up to date with all things Disney news, all things Disney Universal cruising related by following me on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales. You can also find me on Facebook at Disney Travel Tales as well. If this episode is making you want to plan a Disney vacation, then I would love to help you. All of my services are completely free to my clients, so there really is no reason not to use a travel agent. Most people don't realize that when you go and book your own Disney vacation, you are already paying that travel agent fee. So why not take advantage of that and get all of those services that you're already going to be paying for? I would love to help you plan your next trip. So make sure to check the show notes for information on how to get in contact with me, my quote form, my email, and yeah, let's make 2024 the year you go to Disney. So did y'all just hang out at the hotel the rest of that evening? Yeah. 
early night, one of those nights where um, the kids were in bed probably by 8, 8.30, and then my husband and I caught, <laughs> I caught fireworks out on the balcony, right? So it was a good, um, relaxing night, um, especially since the next day we were going to go to Epcot. Um, so we knew that that was going to be an early morning again. We're more of that early entry rope drop family than we are um, having to stay the whole day. So we knew also it was good to get them to sleep. And my kids are so little and they're used to getting up for school that even when we do tell them like, Oh, sleep in, they're still up and vacation by like seven. Right. right? <laughs> but it's still good if they're in bed by eight 30 ish on those nights where we can help it. Um, and we're not at the park super, super late so that at least, um, we typically wake them up around like six 30 ish. And I try, try myself to get up before everybody else without the alarm. One of those where you're telling yourself, like, get up at six, yes. get up at six. That was six to, like, wake yourself up to get ready. Because once my kids uh, start getting ready, they're like, we're ready to go. We want to leave. So I always have to try to get myself ready as much as I can beforehand. And we always try to pack, um, like, the park bags or we'll sometimes make them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, things like that. But we'll make it the night before um, so that we have to do even less in the morning knowing how. Excited my kids get. Oh, <laughs> so I'm sure you've been in those same situations. Yeah, I mean, the less you have to do in the morning, the better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It goes fast, especially when you have to book Genie Plus and all that yes. and stuff and then get the whole family out. You're, <laughs> it goes very, very quickly. Absolutely. So before we talk about your next day, let's talk about your room setup real quick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what was, what's the sleeping situation, bathroom situation? Because these rooms are just a little bit different than your typical Two queen bedroom. Correct. And which is one of the reasons why we really like um, staying at Riviera. And more and more of the resorts are becoming the way that the Riviera is in the sense where they have that they sleep for a little pull down underneath the TV as well as a Murphy bed. So my husband and I will take the actual bed. My um, six-year-old this trip took the um, Murphy bed and my three-year-old slept in the bed underneath the TV that pulls out. And they just think that's the coolest that the beds come <laughs> out of the wall yeah. underneath the TV. But it makes it really nice not having to share that bed with because um, they're too little. We're eventually we'll probably be like, you guys are sharing a bed together. Together, but they're too little um so if you know husband and I split up with them if you just have two queen beds it's just not as comfortable sleeping right. <laughs> so we do really really love having that fifth sleeper option in those hotels and the other nice thing about Riviera is there's two showers um which is awesome and um I think as the kids get older as teenagers we do them better that there's two showers but even we typically throw the kids in the shower at night when we get home from the parks anyways, they're they're sweating or sunscreen all over, right? Um, So it's nice to have two showers where we can kind of throw them in at the same time and get them ready for bed. And then we tend to get, you know, ourselves packed for the next day and ready once they're sleeping. So we have really come to get spoiled and love the the Riviera setup with that. Yeah, the bathroom setup is so fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really, really nice. Yeah, especially for families just to I mean, of course, one bathroom is doable, but to have that option yeah. where two people can be showering at the same yes. time, it's the best. It's really, really nice, especially even if we're not using the other shower um, and we just use the big walk-in versus just the tub shower. It's usually where we're hanging or drying mm-hmm. our bathing suits and all of that, so you can at least have a spot for that even if you didn't want to use the two showers. So yep. it is really, really nice. For sure. Okay, so moving on to your next part day. <laughs> Um, so the next day was Epcot. Um, we actually didn't buy Genie Plus for this day, which is very unlike us, but we were going to do the extended evening hours, which is a perk you get for staying at Deluxe Resorts mm-hmm. for two hours after the park closes. 
Um, and as I had mentioned, that a lot of the rides at Epcot, we've always bought the Impostor Epcot, but a lot of the rides, you don't need it. Um, the main ones would be like Test Track, Frozen, and Remy's. And again, watching the wait times uh, about a week before we were going, um, Remy's and Frozen, it was getting really busy kept selling out before even 11. So I was like, well, if we buy Genie Plus, we're only probably going to broke up one, get one ride, and the rest you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to be there for two hours after when the park's closed, and we could probably ride things again. So we took that gamble. We bought um, an individual lightning link for Guardians, though, because we do love that. And my daughter absolutely loves that as well, so we could do Rider Swap, so Rider Switch, so she can ride twice. She goes once with my husband and once with me. Then if she's getting spoiled on all of our trips, we keep telling her, like, as my son gets older, yeah. <laughs> she won't be able to go things twice all the time um but it is really fun for her to be able to do those back to back so we did that's the one thing we did by just again not seeing that virtual queue with especially one of the kids who can't ride and you're there for an hour um waiting in the past what we've done for those types of rides is try to plan nap time around it so like when my youngest is in the stroller and tries to like rest and nap in the stroller while my oldest can go on the ride that's smart um it's a great way to just kind of have that downtime that's mm-hmm. kind of built in with it. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we rope dropped Remy's that morning. Um, we got early entry was at 830. We got to the park around 745. Um, but we were in um, on the ride by about 834. So four minutes after early entry. Um, and there was a good amount of people that they were there even before we were there. But mm-hmm. they let the queue in a little bit earlier than when it actually starts, which mm-hmm. typically happens. Um, but we were off the ride at 8.40, and at 8.40, um, Frozen was already at 60 minutes, and Remy's is about 105 minutes. So that was 10 minutes into early entry. So we, um, one thing is there was a cheer dance competition that week, but, like, the following weekend. So this was um, Monday, mm-hmm. and the that Friday, Saturday, was a cheer competition. And in the past, I always felt like, that crowd more came towards closer to the competition at the whole week prior. So now that was a lesson known for me. Um, but uh, so parks were very busy. We still got everything we always wanted to get done, but I could see that if you weren't used to kind of working, working the system, working genie class and knowing where you should go, how you may not have gotten, you know, everything done. Um, but that just val why we weren't buying Genie Cluster that day because we're like usually we have in the past rope drop remedies or rope drop frozen and you can go and do the other one mm-hmm. with maybe a 25 minute wait but the fact that 10 minutes in remedies is already at 105 minutes we got off really this is crazy that <laughs> so, is crazy um definitely a busy day yeah um so what we did then after that is um we just ended up riding some other rides, doing the festival booths, um, doing some of the um, festival arts like kids chalk area, which my kids love, you know, walking around all of that stuff, doing the figment um, scavenger hunt, which is really fun for kids I to do if you're going and doing all that. Yeah. Um, my daughter kept walking by any like art. Um, tent. I mean, like, there's figment models. No, no, no. They have to be, like, it's not something that somebody drew. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be in a specific area. But <laughs> she kept thinking she um, kept finding figment everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually did take a break that day, um, left around two ish, knowing that we were going to have the kids up till about 11, 11.30 that night. We went back to the resort um, and just put on a movie and let them kind of chill for a few hours. Again, nice perk of Riviera. It's a, you know, 10 minute Skyliner ride back. To the resort, which makes it really easy. Um, especially love coming through that international gateway entrance. Yes, me too. <laughs> we're spoiled now. We're like, oh, we can only do Epcot when we're coming through. I know, right? <laughs> it's really, really nice. 
Um, so then we went back to, um, we already had our individual lightning lane, all that before we left for the, the break. Um, came back knowing how busy it was. Again, I last minute before we left for our break round two, saw that there were some um, reservations at the Mexican restaurant in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, uh, La Hacienda, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. So we ended up, we had never eaten there, but I thought, well, if it's just as busy as it's been, we, again, need some place. Like my husband and I can eat at all the food booths, but my, it's not as kid friendly, right? Right. To just do that. So that we just need to get them something good. Um, my son actually ended up falling asleep at the restaurant and <laughs> not eating. Um, he was so tired. And so we got out and there was probably um, an hour or so before fireworks um, at that time. And so we ended up um, just scoping out a spot over by Norway. And we had, again, we don't usually stay for fireworks all the time. A lot of times we're leaving as people are kind of lining up. So we've always seen that the bakery in Norway has always been slow. The people don't sit back there and we're like, okay, well, next time we're here, we're actually going to test out our theory because it's never busy. And we're going to sit there. And we did. We got front, like, along the little railing. And you sit there. And again, my son was sleeping. So I'm like, we don't want to be around the water, too. That's going to be a rude awakening once the yeah. fireworks start. <laughs> and you hear it banging. <laughs> so, um, and then we're right there to be unfrozen once early entry starts. Because early entry actually started at 9, which is when the uh, fireworks started. Which was interesting. Oh, so interesting. I was like, how is this going to work? Because yeah. I feel like people would still be in line that are non-resort or mm-hmm. deluxe guests. Um, so we waited about 15 minutes into the show and then decided to go into um, Frozen, which was a complete walk-on. Nobody was there, um, which worked out really good. But it was nice to have a seat. Uh, we don't, again, with my kids being hit or miss with the fireworks, it's okay that we were right on the water, but just having a seat, it was cold, so we got a really warm uh, spiked hot chocolate my husband and I sat there, and my youngest was sleeping, um, so it was just a nice, you know, chill to sit back there, um, not being so shoulder to shoulder with everybody, too. That's a great, like, yeah. little tip. Yeah, and um, and again, just being out of the crowds, because most people scope out their spot for an hour at least, um, or half hour. So we walked up a half hour before and had the chairs right at the edge. So it was really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we went on to Frozen with a walk-on. Uh, we asked the kids if we, they wanted to ride that again and go to Remy's, and they said Remy's. So then we went over to Remy's, knowing that we may not have stayed the whole time since my youngest was already sleeping right. um, through extended evening hours. So we went over to Remy's, and we waited about 20 20, 25 minutes. I'd say no waits were really longer than 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. when I was looking at the tip board, which is a great perk um, when you're doing that. And there is another um, – virtual queue you can get into for guardians at night uh we just didn't do that knowing that again we only two hours and my youngest can't can't go on it right and we already had written it that earlier that day so then we went to Remy's. we waited about 20 25 minutes we got off and it said showed uh, a 10 minute wait so we're like you guys want to go again so then we went to Remy's again and then we went on the sky and made it home around 10 30 so we we did duck out a little bit early, but it was still a nice um, perk that you just get from staying at those deluxe resorts. Um, I think right when we were there, it was Epcot's on Monday and Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. Obviously, that can change, but that's the the way those are seventy nine hours 
Bert. Yeah, they are a great perk for just staying there. The only thing I don't love about the Epcot one is so many of the food and drinks shut down. Yeah, it's true. Like, I was shocked yeah. when I did that. Yes. I was like, uh, where do I get a snack? Right, exactly. Which is one of the reasons why I last minute was like, we need to have these kids eat something really well. And we booked that dining reservation because if we're expecting to hold them up later too and they're hungry, it's not right. going to end well. Yeah, like that's, it was shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah, but it definitely. is a great part to get a couple yeah. rides in. Because yeah. even if, and my husband and I were saying too, because this is the first time we had done it, even though we've stayed in Animal Kingdom and Riviera before, we just had never done it. So again, our kids being so little, yeah. it was always harder. So now they're getting at the age where we can test it out a little bit more. Yeah. We said, even if you were going to do it just to skip the transportation line starting after the fireworks and right. just ride like one ride, at least you're doing something. So like when we stay at fireworks at Magic Kingdom, we always um, stay and go ride a few rides before we go wait for a bus to go back somewhere because it's, we'd rather go and ride a ride and walk back and then go stand in the bus line for, you know, knows how half hour, hour yeah. <laughs> and bite that crowd out. So it's kind of that same mindset where mm-hmm. even if you didn't want to stay there the full two hours or seven, eight hours, go and ride a ride and pass that big crowd of people leaving. Um, and then you just get to walk onto your transportation, which made it really nice. Absolutely. For sure. All right, so moving on, what did y'all do yeah. the next day? So the next day was supposed to be our true resort day. We always have a resort day built in middle day, which is usually our pool day. But mm-hmm. this day was 62 and 18 mile per hour wind. Yeah, you mentioned the heater was broken at the pool. Oh my god! <laughs> which we actually found out um, earlier um, on Monday coming back from Magic. Oh, no, where were we? But when we ran into somebody on a bus, I think it might have Magic Kingdom, we were going that had mentioned that the pool here had broken since we had been in the pool. So we're like, oh, so we know that that's not working. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we we told the kids, you know, we'll still do the sleeping in, which again, for them, is 7 a.m. Right. <laughs> not really sleeping in, but at least I'm not waking myself up earlier, too. Um, so we were ready, really, to go. And um, we ended up going over to... Um, Hollywood Studios because it's all of our favorite park and we thought you know we don't want to buy Genie Plus for this day we don't want a rope drop right it's still our relaxing day we just can't be by the pool and in past we usually do like a pool and then have a dinner reservation or go to Disney Springs which we love um but this trip we were like not only manual passes let's just go in so we um ended up going over to Hollywood Studios and having the kids make lightsabers but the cheap ones yeah. <laughs> not the expensive ones which we had never done before which they had a lot a lot of fun with um for 29.99 they got to both build their their lightsabers the one of the sweet cast members even made them take a um Jedi oath <laughs> that you want to take fun. it so my youngest is too like oblivious and shy my oldest was doing it is more like don't whack people with it keep it closed <laughs> you know all the cute things with that um but they had so much fun with that and it was cool to be we knew we were gonna go jumping how to say but how to do the next day and so mm-hmm. we could have that with them once again um we had to have a lot of conversations with my youngest that you can't be in the stroller and have it open and just whack people while you're walking right. by <laughs> But it's great because it, um, I don't know if you've made them before, but they they disassemble really easily. So oh, for packing, nice. made it really easily versus the 200 I think they're $249 for the other like real ones. And you can't take those apart 
little kids can't just hit them back and forth. It would break. So this is the perfect alternative to, um, to that when they just want to have something um, of a cool souvenir that's easy to bring home. You don't have to worry about them breaking. Um, so that was really, really fun. Yeah, that's a great. We've never done that one. We've done the real one just because my kids were older. Um, yeah. But that is a great option for little kids. So they can yeah. kind of still get that feeling exactly. of building a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. But for a three and six-year-old, we're like, we're not getting any real ones. Right. Absolutely not. Those would be broken and be a waste yeah. of money. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, one day maybe, but this is a good starting point. For sure. Um, and so after that, we ended up doing, we had brought in um, peanut butter and jelly and food for our kids. So we went to Baseline Tap House, and my husband and I got a charcuterie board and um, uh, a pretzel and some some beers and a margarita, and we had our food there um, so that the kids could eat, because they don't have a lot, a uh, large selection at Baseline Tap House, mm-hmm. but they, and what they do have is not so kid-friendly, so we right. knew ahead of time that that's where we'd want to go, just again, keeping it just relaxed and um, hanging out, and then we went to um, the Frozen Ever After show, which we had never done, um, and both of my kids, my youngest now has, is liking Frozen too, so we are like, let's go and see, and that was really, really cute, so we did some shows we did um my youngest loves cars and so when we have done the lightning mcqueen racing academy before Mm -hmm. but we ended up doing that again and then we ended up just going back to the resort um to hang out we actually had a topolino's reservation that night um at 515 but i ended up canceling it again reading their moves i was like you know they're doing good i don't feel like pushing them so much right now so what we ended up doing was we just went and had um drinks up on the terrace with the kids my daughter got a fun non-alcoholic drink they had some toys um my my youngest just loved looking at the skyliner up there and um we had a nice night up there and then just got food um went and sat down at bar riva inside and had um dinner there instead because really you're like they're getting tired and what they would get at Topolino's is the marinara pasta my daughter loves and that's at bar riva too we're like okay let's just (laughs) we'll do another we've done breakfast there before we've never done dinner Mm -hmm. so i was really excited but again part of being with little kids is just pivoting when you can kind of read their moods so instead we did the campfire we've never done the s'mores at riviera so yeah so we got to just kind of hang out around there which ended some long games um let them move around a little bit more than just keeping them at a dining reservation again especially since we have the other two mm-hmm. and typically we try not to do more than two to three reservation sit down mm-hmm. um, table service a trip such as little kids because asking them to be good and taking a stroller and doing all this at the park all day and then be like okay now you just sit in a nice restaurant yeah. <laughs> and not move can be um asking a lot so um knowing that we already had those other two we thought you know we're just going to cancel um the totally nice one that we already had booked before we had booked that at the 60 day out mm-hmm. days out the other two were kind of the spur of the moment for um super canteen and the mexican restaurant so it worked out well though it was still like a very um relaxed resort day of course i got really bummed. I love having a true pool day. Especially <laughs> being up in Michigan Midwest in the winters, you want that warm Absolutely. <laughs> that pool day. So you're like, um, we came to Florida for warm weather. What yeah, the heck? Exactly. And when we got back, all of our neighbors are like, it was so nice here while you were gone. I was like, oh, because for us, it was like 50s and some like kind of 60 days here. And I was like, no, it always happens, right? When you go oh on vacation. Oh my gosh, that's frustrating. So, yeah. <laughs> so where was the campfire at Riviera? So down over by the water, okay. um, kind of behind the pool, where and then they would have like the movie um, at night as well. But there's some um, Adirondack rocking chairs mm-hmm. um, just over there too. We're the only ones at the s'mores. Then the 
the marshmallows, it's free. You can buy a s'mores kit if you want. Um, we always joke with our kids. We sometimes force them to have sugar. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, no, we don't want to like, eat it. Like, we went to Coronado Springs one of the days we stayed there. We went to Three Bridges, and we were like, let's get churros. It was our arrival day. And we're like, well, we'll let you have it before dinner. They're like, no, we don't want that. We're like, oh, we would have loved this as kids. We're like, who are you guys? So. They were giving, the workers were laughing that we're like, no, we don't want a s'mores kit because they'll just eat the marshmallow and not, they don't want the chocolate or the graham cracker right now. Right. They're like, really? And we're like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> One day we'll be able to hold it over their heads of like, we used to try to force sugar down you. <laughs> and you wouldn't take it. And you wouldn't take it. So, <laughs> but that was funny. really fun. The one thing, of course, though, um, you smell like a campfire the rest of the So I had like my jean jacket on that I had the rest of the trip and you're like, oh shoot, that smells. And obviously you can do laundry, just didn't have time to. And yeah. so some of those just kind of smelled like a campfire than the rest of the, <laughs> the trip, but it's still really fun. Yeah. I wouldn't have even actually thought about that yeah. until I was standing there. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun though. I've always wanted to do the campfire, yeah. but just never get around yeah. doing it. Yeah. It was very fun. All right, so what happened the next day? So the next day was Hollywood Studios, which I would say is our our kids and ours favorite park. Um, it just has such a variety. It doesn't have so many rides, right? But it has a variety where it has some good things for little kids as mm-hmm. well as the older kids and adults as well. That's true. Um, so we bought Genie Plus, obviously, for Hollywood Studios. I think you you really do need it unless you want to wait in long, long lines. Yep. Um, so we bought Jamie Plus, um, at 7am and booked Slinky and Rise of the Resistance right at 7am. Um, we were able to scan into the park at eight o'clock. Um, and then our rope drop order that we've done for a few times now is always, cause again, with little kids, this might change as we're old, they're older, but it's always me, Mickey's Runaway Railway, then Twister Mania, and then Aliens. And then we tend to book them again with Lightning Lanes yeah. later on. Um, cause my kids just love them and, um, I think they're cute too. I mean, aliens, I think aliens from the Saucers, I think that, but I think the other two are really, really cute. Yeah. Um, and we actually had all three of those done by nine o'clock. So wow. early entry was eight 30. We got on our first room at twenty five. So you usually can go, they're somewhat close to each other in the park. Right. So you can kind of just go one by one. Um, we actually have friends of ours who just went to Hobby Studios yesterday and I gave them our, um, rope draft schedule too. And even if it was President's Day. Um, they had done those, and by 3 o'clock, they had written everything at least once and had Tower and um, uh, Mania, uh, Lightning Lane's book, so they could do Mania once again. Um, and everything was sold out when we were looking at the wait times for them, so I was, like, teaching them how yeah. to do it, um, which was, they did amazing, and they had everything booked, and all the Lightning Lane's were sold out by, like, 2.30 for everything. Um, and the fact that they could still get all of that done is still amazing. So I do stand by. I love that rope that they have two little kids, same ages. It's perfect when you have little kids. Obviously, you could go see it in Rise Resistance. Um, it tends to break down in our experience, and I've even gotten stuck on it before. Oh, <laughs> so that's fun. It's always um, hit or miss, I think, if you see it in line. Again, if you have older kids, um, or even if you wanted to ride it twice, you know, right? rope drop and then do um, individual lightning I think would be really fun but again my youngest can't go on it so having that rider slot and the ride's about um, 20 minutes long which is a great ride it just takes about an hour of our time just having the my daughter being able to ride twice and my husband not riding separately with it but um, so what we did though too once we were done by nine we had a slinky for later that night at seven o'clock or seven thirty 
Um, but my, my son was so excited to be able to go on Slinky. <laughs> he was like, I want to go soon. And we're like, it's kind of a 55 minute ride right now, like wait time. You guys are not used to waiting in line. Are you sure? <laughs> you know, are you sure you want to do this? Um, and they, both kids really wanted to, said, okay, it's a good test. We'll go. Um, it said 55 minutes. We got in line at 9-11, but it was really only 34 minutes. Oh, I think. nice. Yeah, I think what helped is we got in line at 9-11. So before all the non-resort guests could make their way back yeah. to Slinky and all the resort guests already rode it that wanted to stay in line, we were kind of in that sweet spot. Um, so we ended up getting a try at Slinky then twice because when we were off of that. Um, and then after that, we decided we usually eat breakfast in the hotel room before because we just like to go 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 once yeah. we're there um but we knew that my kids would need a snack um so we we mobile ordered some ronto wraps over in Gazette and went and sat down there and had some coffee and my kids had some snack while we were waiting um and then we did the rest of the day we rode the rest of the rides um and then we did four other shows for, I'm sure you experienced this too, but like your Hollywood studios, your mornings are really heavy mm-hmm. and your afternoons are usually heavy with the way Genie Plus works and rope drop. Yep. So the middle of the day is like Indiana Jones shows, you know, we did um, Muppet Binge and all those and lunch in between. Um, we even had um, some, a break at Brown Derby Lounge, which we had never been to before. Oh, that's nice. Let the kids have a snack there too. We just sat there around around 2.30 or 3, just mm-hmm. to have that little, again, build, find those little built-in breaks, whether they take naps or not, um, just finding that there. So we ended up riding Minnie Mickey's and Toy Story in Slinky twice um, with those two. And the Aliens three times because we um, did the Genie Quest at the end of the night. Again, and then it was a walk-on, so we did just ran to it. So we the only thing we didn't do is Tower of Terror because we could have done that besides Aliens again. <laughs> um, my oldest had never been on it, and it used to be my favorite when it first opened. Um, when I was there, I was like, it was like 11 or 12 when it first opened, and I loved it. It was, you know, because when it was MGM, it wasn't always my favorite park. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, there wasn't so much to do. And so when that came, I was so excited. Oh, yeah. Um, so she originally was like, I'll go with you, Mom. I'm like, okay. And then she kind of was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get said, fine. We'll book aliens. So we could have. And then once she changed her mind, they were all sold out for the day. So I said, well, now we can't do Tower, you know, because because of that. But again, where you could have ridden everything. And um, they do go a little faster, I think, because um, Rock and Roller Coaster is down. So I think the lines and the Genie Quests go a little faster because it's a little less dispersed um, with the rides, but even with the cheer competition going on and how busy it was. Um, I think as long as you have a game plan kind of going in, it just proves that you can kind of do any park. Um, and Disney always says you can only get like two to three lightning lanes, but if you know how to, to do it, oh, yeah. you can get more than that. <laughs> For sure. I mean... I've never only gotten two or three books. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a you to leave, right? yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm actually so. really impressed y'all did as much as y'all did because, yeah, when we were there, I noticed with a rock and roller coaster down, it mm-hmm. really affects those other rides. It does. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, because that's what we were watching about the week before we left. Mm-hmm. And going, wow, it's even selling. Like, because even our friends who were there yesterday for President's Day where things were sold out around three, I mean, I would say the Lightning Things are probably sold out around four. 4.30 for us, and it was just a random, uh, what was it, a, a Wednesday for us there, yeah. <laughs> not even a you know, weekend or holiday weekend, and I know that your competition, but I do, as you're saying, I think that having the Rocky Mountain Coaster down does make it a little trickier sure. um, to get things, you really have to be on it. <laughs> yes, you do. 
So did the park feel busy this day with the cheer competition in town? Yeah, um, at times you would see, you know, the big groups walking by. They all had the groups together, numbers, yep. and walking by. And at times um, where you would have, um, luckily we'd have the lightning leagues, but you would see the wait times just dramatically jump up when you'd see a couple of those groups going. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, if you stood in line right now, it would be that much longer, right? Because there's just huge, huge groups. Yeah. Um, but definitely crowd, more crowded. We didn't stay. We love Fantasmic. And we, um, the last time we were at Holly Sue's, we ended up doing one of the Fantasmic dining packages okay. um, with Holly and Vine, which we did, like, again, not having our kids sit in, like, a stadium for an hour or so to get a yeah. spot. Um, and this time we didn't do that. And I kind of... I kind of wish we did, but I also didn't. The only time there was a show was at 9.30, which was so usually there's an 8 o'clock in a 9.30. This is just 9.30, which the park even closed at 9. Um, and we were done with our last go-around on Aliens at, like, 8.15, 8.20. And we could tell that the kids were getting tired and be like, we could go sit over there. But we also know that they're going to probably fall asleep. <laughs> they're not going to make it a whole another hour and 10 minutes before the show even starts right. so we ended up leaving before fantastic we watched a little bit of the other like nighttime show that they have with all the movies which is cute and then went on the skyliner which is always a bummer but again with little kids sometimes you just have to to pivot um and if we would have pushed them i think um they would have been rough the next day we were going to animal kingdom so again just knowing what your whole schedule is and how you can kind of change from what your expectations really were yeah, and then if you're like, oh, we'll stay for the show, they'll be fine. Then you have to get home. Exactly. And that's you know, not easy. Busy yes. and all that. And yeah, it's that additional like hour then to get yes. back. And that's kind of <laughs> when it can all start going down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Then they're not in bed till like midnight. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you're Which like, we've done what? Plenty of times, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long day for <laughs> sure. Well, that's so fun. I can't yeah. believe how much y'all did at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I'm totally so, impressed. Yeah. So we'll, we've done that um, two or three times now, really that mm-hmm. order. And like I said, having our friends do it made me go, yeah, it is a really good strategy. They got it done too. Yeah. Um, so we'll go back at spring break and we're like, this will be a test too to see what you can do in February to a spring break time. will be interesting yeah. if we run the same, you know, kind of rope drop and what we do. I'm curious to see what we get done. Um, I'm sure we won't get everything done like we did before, but it'll be interesting to see what that crowd level um, is and how that impacts it. For sure. All right, moving on. <laughs> Your Animal Kingdom Day. Yeah, so we knew that we were going to be at Holly Studios later that day. Um, so we knew that it was going to be a slower Animal Kingdom Day, kind of our last full day. Um, so we ended up um, buying Genie Plus for, for, um, for Animal Kingdom Day because we didn't want a rope drop and early entry, and early entry was 7.30. I mean, it comes early. So early. And we, yeah. <laughs> By the time, and you're supposed to be there, you know, 25, half an hour early. So if you want to get there at 7, you have to leave your resort at like 6.30, really early. (laughs) So we decided we're going to do Genie Plus for that. And it's always a, we like Animal Kingdom a lot, but having a a young kid who can't ride a whole lot. I mean, he can ride um, Navier Journey safaris and Triceratops Spin, which Triceratops Spin is even on Genie Plus. So he can get, like, two rides. On so he Plus can't even ride Dinosaur? Well, you know, because it's, like, 40, I think it's 40 or 42 inches. So he can do the Spin, Safaris, and um, Navarro Journey. Oh, so he doesn't yes. get 
much out of it. Um, we have books like the meet and greet Minnie and Mickey before just to like use those. Right. My daughter can do Everest. She can do all of them there. But again, this is the first trip we had to pay for my son. And it's just one of those things you think about and we're like, Oh, what can he ride? But because we wanted that lower, slower morning and not rush mm-hmm. out, um, we knew that we still just needed to, to buy it. Right. Yeah. To just not have to worry about it. We also had a Tusker house dining reservation at 10 15 that I had booked at 60 days out. Um, we always try to just do one character meal, um, because versus having them always stand in line right. to meet the character. And we think that our kids do better because you slowly see those characters going around where it gets them a little bit more. My daughter's great with them. My son can be hit or miss at three, right? Sometimes he loves it, sometimes he doesn't. But seeing them going to the other tables for them to come to you versus when you're in line and you just turn the corner and they're there. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like a startling, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, for sure. And he doesn't know. So I think sometimes it eases. We've done both. But I think sometimes the character meals, um, he gets eased into it a little bit more because he just sees the interactions happening before he can get there. Absolutely. So we, and we had never eaten at Tusker House uh, before. I don't know if you had. Oh, I love um, Tusker House. Yeah, it was good. And we had 10.15 reservation. We were in there about 10.30, so we actually had one round of breakfast, and then it started to switch to lunch. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. So we got a little bit of both, which was really, really nice. Um, and usually we try to book our character meals, um, at least one of them on our, like, um, leaving day, mm-hmm. our departure day, too, because it's kind of a way to make um, leaving a little less sad. Yeah. <laughs> so last trip – or two trips ago, last January, we did like Topolino's when we stayed at Riviera on our very last day before we had to, to check out and all that. But we knew that this was our last kind of full day and we didn't have another one booked. So we had done this one. Um, and we, again, with my kids, even though they could sleep in, we were at the park by like 9.30-ish, 9.15, because mm-hmm. they still are just up and ready to go. So we had a 9.40 Navi River journey. Um, Genie Plus, which is always, it's not our favorite ride, um, but it's one of those that go really fast on Genie Plus. (laughs) So it always has to be our first booking so that we just kind of have it done and and taken care of. (laughs) So I don't know if you've experienced that too. It's always kind of the fastest one. Yeah, and the line for that is ridiculous. I I would never stand in it. (laughs) Never. (laughs) No, I agree. Um, And my son's always, it's funny, with hit or miss with like dark rides, sometimes, especially when he's like, last year at two he refused to take off his sunglasses on any dark rides and then he would cry that it was too dark and really take off your sunglasses and he wouldn't do it so that was one of those rides too so this year he at least didn't have sunglasses on and liked it a little bit better um but we had that so we ran over to our Tusker house reservation right after we did not be over journey i was able to book um a safari for right after we were done with Tusker house which was great which we always loved um last year when we were there it was so sweet that uh, we sat in the front row we didn't sat in the back row so this time but they gave little honorary safari guide um cards to my kids um when we got off which was so sweet and so then all the cast members they move your stroller from the entry to where you get off for safari um and so they would see my kids with it and they're like oh you're an honorary safari guide and you need to go help when you're at home and so my kids that was the coolest thing so i had this little like disney magic you know moments that that you sometimes get absolutely Um, so then we went over and we took like the the train over to Rafiki's Planet Watch and some of the um, petting zoo. We didn't do the the animation class because um, again with my youngest, he just probably would have said. My oldest probably would thought it was really cool, mm-hmm. um, but we decided just to head back over. I mean, it was gonna be a shorter day again because this day was 
one of the warmer days when we first landed. So we knew we wanted to run back and try to get the pool for a yes. little bit. Um, another reason why Jeannie Bus really, really helped. So we um, did, um, we actually, our, our reservation after, like meaning after um, safaris, I went ahead and booked meet and greet Minnie and Mickey. You know, we just did a character meal, but like I said, we don't have that much my son can do. But that was not out until about 3 o'clock. 3, 3.30. So we did the train, then did Everest, which we all love. We booked the Genie Plus for round two um, for that. And went on the, um, that I remember, I got to do it twice because my youngest is mm-hmm. too too short for. Um, but then we went over to Dino Land and did Tricera and did the Dino Land um, games, the carnival games, which was really fun. Um, so as one, you know, my daughter and son both tried. Of course, my son wanted to play the one game. All the games you get um, a souvenir except for one of them where you're not competing against anyone. You're throwing the ball in. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. So he was all sad. But he didn't get it. They let him sit up on the counter and everything to throw it in. So, um, so then I had to go. I had to go, right? <laughs> and when I, I went to I felt bad because I was going against other little kids. And I was like, it's not for me. It's for this. Right. <laughs> so I promise. I so bad. I promise I'm not trying to, like, beat up on <laughs> and win. That's so <laughs> but funny. I couldn't let my daughter just have one mini and him not have a Mickey. So I had right. to, to get him a souvenir, too. Um, and then we ended up, um, we still had about a half hour or so until the mini and Mickey meet and greet. And my kids just wanted to go to the pool instead of meeting with them. So, again, one of those, you pivot, right? And you just say, okay, like, we have a book, but that's fine. We're not wanting to book anything else. We're just going to leave for the day. So, we went back and was able to do the pool for a few hours um, before then going back to the room and really just getting ready for the night and packing up our stuff um, since we had to leave the next day. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. So, what was the crowds at Animal Kingdom like? Um. Bit, it's always slower, I feel like, in the morning. And I was actually, um, this is the first time we had gone since the park hopper, or when you could hop to the parks, was the restriction was lifted, right? Um, so I kind of expected it still to die down around like two where people used to park hop. I wanted to try to go to Mermaid Lounge. We haven't been yet. We always are there, and there's never the walk up wait, you know, list available. Um, so I was really looking forward and like, oh, we, we'll be able to do it. It never opened up. Um, so it was busy, but I think at the beginning of the day, it's always slower um, pace. But like I said, I was expecting it to kind of duck down a little bit, knowing that they close early to around 6. And it kind of stayed consistent um, from like 11 until we left at 3, just consistent steady crowds. But I feel like Animal Kingdom never feels as busy at times as other parks do. Like there's more so ways you just kind of mm-hmm, and get away from the crowd, so... Yeah, the new park hopping rules has kind of changed the crowd yeah. pattern. <laughs> yeah. I noticed it too. Yeah, because before you could anticipate it a little bit uh-huh. more, right? And now it's, yeah, it just, you never know. Yeah, like around 1 o'clock, people would start leaving to head to yeah. the next park. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not yep. anymore. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're so we're at your departure Last day. day. Yeah, so we didn't have um, Mirsnack was not going to pick us up to about three. We had a later flight out. Um, again, we get home super late, um, yeah. but again, just trying to get that full day. Which I said sometimes we'll do a character meal um, in August when we were there for um, both my kids. They're a month apart birthday, so they instead of doing a birthday trip. They are a birthday party. We said we guys could do a quick birthday trip. We went to Disney for four days and we did like Kate made breakfast for their birthday and stuff like that on our last day. Um, too. And so we do like, we did Topolino's one last day, Kate made one last day. It's just a nice way to 
when you're not in the park, but you still get a little Disney feel before you leave. But since we had park not annual passes, we decided we were pretty much um, packed up from the night before. Again, letting the kids sleep in, but they were ready to leave <laughs> early. We were like, we're just going to Epcot and get some breakfast at Leal and things like that and just hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, again, a little cooler and a little rainier that morning. The rain had just started to pass. Um, but we ended up getting to Epcot around 8.20, which was still early entry. <laughs> Not intentional at all. So we asked the kids, hey, we may have to stay in line for about 20 or so minutes, but do you want to try to do Remy's? And like, yeah. So we went in Remy's. Um, and when we came off of it, we ended up just going to – I got some um, breakfast stuff out of the layout in France. And my husband and kids went to the American Pavilion to get Joffrey's coffee and, coffee and a donut for the kids. And mm-hmm. we just ate there. And it's there's something – at um, Epcot, you know, it's really those frozen and rummies where people broke up. So the rest of the World Showcase is so calm and just yeah. so nice to sit over there. So it was really nice. And then my youngest really wanted to be through Cabaneros <laughs> again. So we and kind of rope dropped that at like nine o'clock and went over. We had a boat to ourselves because nobody's rope dropping nice. <laughs> through Cabaneros. So right. Kind of funny. Um, and then the kids wanted to go back to Hollywood Studios. Um, so we quickly ran back to our, to Riviera, um, and, uh, brought our bags to Bell Services and then hopped on the Skyliner and went over to Hollywood Studios again for a few hours. And we did, um, again, some shows, um, got some lunch. Um, my daughter then was so mad that she didn't do Tower Terror, um, with me the other day <laughs> that she's kept being like, I just want to do it, mom. And I was like, okay, but it's a 55 minute wait and we don't have Jamie Plus. So um, she said, that's fine. We got in line. And while we were in line, again, one of those huge dance groups came behind us, too. And that time went up to 100 and, uh, 110 minutes. Oh, my God. And I was like, uh, I was like, we can wait because I think we should be good because we were in line before. So we waited maybe 65 minutes. But it was a way big time. So, so your point of like that crowd level quickly changed her rides when that's just big crazy. groups got in. Um, and so I was texting my husband and he's like, well, okay, well, we'll go do some other things. My husband and my young, my youngest, they went to the Disney Junior Dance Party and then got ice cream, uh, or got drinks and went to, um, Beating the Beast, um, mm-hmm. show because it's right over by Tower Terror. And then by the time you're done with that, they got ice cream and we all ate some ice cream and then went back to the resort to catch our bus. So it was fun, but it was the first time my daughter truly had to wait in like an hour long. Yeah. Which she, she did really good about, but she wasn't a huge fan of Tower Terror. I was going to It makes me go up and like out of my seat a little bit. I was like, well, it's kind of the point of the ride. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to ask is what it does. Idea. But yeah. So she was, and she loves roller coasters. So it was funny that, um, but yeah, she wasn't a huge she wasn't a huge chance. I doubt that that will be in our rotation when we go back at spring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have some of my kids love roller coasters, but they don't like drop rides. It's that drop. Yeah, so I think that was her thing. She goes, "I don't like that. I kind of got out of my seat." I'm like, "Well, that's kind of the point. So yeah. if you don't like that, then yeah, you're not going to like it if we did it the next time." Either. Right. <laughs> So, um, so it was just a good, relaxing um, last little bit. The bus, like I said, came and got us around three, and our flight was delayed a little bit, um, but we had a, a, ended up leaving about like seven, seven thirty, seven forty out of MCO to to go back home. So that's so fun. That I love that now that y'all are annual passes, it just gave yeah. you so much flexibility it with does. your trip. 
it does. It's when it spoils us, right? Because yeah. who knows if we'll like redo it. I think you just fall into that, like wanting to redo it because you get a little discount. Or we can be like, oh no, we may not redo it. But we, it's so nice to be able to just have that. Let's go get breakfast. Let's go do, you know, one ride and come back. It is, you get spoiled for sure. Yeah, and you don't have to feel guilty about just no. doing one ride or just going in a park to grab something. Exactly. Exactly. So it was very, very fun. That's awesome. Okay, so um, I ask all my guests, what was your least magical moment of your trip? So least was probably the weather because as you can expect, like typically January, February can be cold, but typically it can go from like 60s to 80s in the same week. And um, for the park, it's great. Like we've been there in August and you're just sweating. I'd rather take it be where you're in a little bit of sweatshirt. Mm -hmm with some shorts on and just more comfortable for the park, but not having that true pool day, which is one of the reasons why we love the Riviera's, um, their pool, especially in that slash for the kids. So that would probably be like the, the least magical, but because we had the annual passes, it was really cool just to go watch shows at Hollywood studios and still make the most of it. With yeah. That. That's really fun. You know, and typically it doesn't rain. I feel like a lot in January and February no. years past, but this year it was a wet January and February. Yeah. Like, no, my husband's up front. When did you catch that? And I was like, no. Oh. I didn't. 
<laughs> but it was so, so neat that, you know, she got to dance with her and, and do all of that. too. she actually, we met, um, the live action Little Mermaid Ariel too. And that, at that character meet and greet, um, she taught, um, my daughter how to crab dance side to side. So it was fun to say, you got to dance with two princesses like during this trip, which that was really, sad. really cool. And that was like right at the beginning of your trip too. So that's really yeah. sweet. Yeah. So that was really, really neat and like hard to tap, you know, just seeing her being able to do that. And I was proud of her for just being like, okay, I'll go and do that too. Yeah. Like that wasn't my role. I'll just, you know, go and, and now be center and, and dance with her. So it was very, very sweet. That's so cool. I love mm-hmm. that. I love mm-hmm. it when it's the unexpected moment. Yeah, exactly. It usually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Emily, was there anything else you want to share about your trip before we go? No, I think, um, as we talked about, I think having flexibility on your trips are really important, but having that plan, at least at the beginning of your day, knowing that the rest of the day, especially if you buy Genie Plus, is going to be up in the air depending on what mm-hmm. you get and what order you get, but having that plan at the beginning, especially if you know you want to rope drop early into or you don't, um, so you can either start stacking lightning lanes or get there and know which few rides you want to hit out, I think can help make or break your day by just the way you're setting it up with them having flexibility the rest of the day. I 100% agree. That's great advice. Why don't you tell everyone one more time where we can find you on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> sure, it's take them to Diz, um, T-A-K-E, E-M-D-I-S on Instagram. Yeah, and I will have a link to it in the show notes so you can check that out. And again, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. That's a wrap on today's show. As always, thanks for listening. Make sure to visit us on Instagram at Disney Travel Tales. If you're wanting to support the show, the best and easiest way to do that is to leave a five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts. It's so easy and means the world to me. Can't wait to be back next week with you. So until then, this is Jenny, and may all your Disney travel dreams come true.